Hey, Foreplay listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. We got Pat Perez. We just called Pat Perez. We let it rip for, I don't know, an hour and a half or so. We get into matchups, bets he likes, doesn't like, what it's like to be at Augusta, overseeding, how that's going to play, what it's going to change, all kinds of good stuff. His Jordan collection. Uh, so enjoy the chat with Pat Perez. Uh, Barcelona Classic Championship wrapped up. We have our winners. It was under the lights. There was fog in the morning. It was Pioneer's number two championship. We're going to break all of that down. Uh, next week during the show, but this one's all about the Masters. We have turned our attention. We have turned our sights, our scopes on Augusta National. It's Masters week. That's all we want to talk about. Before we get to that, Owens Mixers. You got to enjoy it this weekend. You know, you're going to sit back. You might have a ton of golf on Friday and Saturday. If there is a bunch of rain on Thursday, today when the podcast comes out, people are going to have to play 36 holes. They're going to try to get in. There's not much, that much daylight. So, Friday, Saturday, when you like to sit back and have a few cocktails and watch more golf at Augusta National in November than you could imagine, than you ever could have imagined because it's not supposed to happen, get yourself some Owens mixers. Get the Barstool Transfusion. Get the mint cucumber and lime. Try their margarita mix. Use the code Barstool15 to get 15% off. It's very simple. You pour it in with ice and with liquor, and boom, you have an awesome cocktail. It is that simple. It's that easy. Invite people over, not too many people based on your state regulations, but invite some people over, make some cocktails, impress them, and save a little money with Barstool 15 at owensmixers.com. You're going to get 15% off. We call right into Pat Perez. We didn't really have much of an agenda. We just wanted to talk Masters with a guy who's played in it, I believe, four times. He finished top 20 in 2017. He's won three times in the PGA Tour. He's on Sirius XM Radio, and he is a total beauty. So here is us with Pat Perez. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he's sipping on something nice. Sipping on something cold. He's got the Masters Cup, too. God damn it. We should have our Masters Cups. Oh, oh you fucker. I have those. Yeah, I should show you the ones you get only when you play. I should be drinking out of the fucking crystal when they give you when you play the tournament. Yeah. The crystal's sick because it has just the flag, not the Masters. Wait, is that the Eagle Crystal or they just give you one just for no, no. When When I played – when the fuck the last whatever one of the ones I played, they send you a fucking like four little goblets like that. They're pure crystal, and it just has this little ass fucking uh, you know Augustus you know deal on. It. Doesn't say Masters, doesn't say shit. Damn, it's, it's fucking sick. Classy. I couldn't tell you what the fuck they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had no idea. Unfortunately. What's up, uh, boys? Hey, what's uh, up, man? How you doing? Same old shit, different day, different time. We're doing great, man. I'm excited for Masters. I'm so fucking excited for the Masters. I can't wait for this thing to start, although I think it's just going to get postponed all day tomorrow. So Tomorrow's a wash. Um, multiple reasons they're not going to do lift, clean, and place. It's supposed to piss from basically a few hours from now until, you know, fucking two or three, but by that time it would be too late. It would be too much water on the course. 
You think it would be total loss? You think Friday they're just going to try to get 36 in? Yeah, you know, it's such a different deal. Like we, The only time they ever did a 2T uh, start was when I was there in nine. It rained like hell. And then we teed off on 10. I make the fucking cut by a shot. Hit one that plugs in the hill on 10 perfectly. It's got mud on it. It goes into shit over there on the right. I made seven. I went from like 36 to last in one shot. <laughs> that wasn't so fun. Damn. Uh, was that? I think that was the year like Jack started his last round at Augusta on the tenth tee or something crazy like that. Maybe, maybe something ridiculous. They, I, I tell you, Augusta's not happy about what's going on, but they don't have a choice. I'm really shocked they're actually having the tournament. To be honest with you, just with everything that's going on in the world, I just, I just can't believe. Like even to have it right after the election is almost surprising to me. They actually had the tournament. Right, because they're so calculated with everything they've ever done, right? Everything's yeah. got to be pristine and perfect, and they're just putting on a tournament in the midst of the most wild election time pandemic, and now there's, like, rain, and there's people it's, getting, like, Sergio sick, and the whole thing is, yeah. That's I'm surprised what sucks. too, actually. I knew someone was going to get fucked, and think about a guy that won, you know, a few years ago, can't play. Another one of my boys, Joaquin Neiman, can't play. It's like yep. – you know, how can you have these guys not play because of something – I don't know. I mean, Sergio had the record of most consecutive starts in, in, in majors going on, and he missed it because of COVID, of all damn things. COVID. I mean, not because anything else. It's like – it just doesn't seem right. I understand it's the Masters. I get it's the, the greatest golf tournament there is on the planet, but it just doesn't seem like it should be happening. You know, it seems like we could have easily waited until April – um, but you know, everybody's gung ho about it, and, and you know, everybody's going to be excited to watch it. Nobody can go, which sucks. But everyone, of course, is going to be glued to the TV to watch it. And shit, we need it. I mean, Christ, I'm watching fucking, uh, you know, Toledo and Western Michigan football. I mean, that's how bad it is right now on TV. So. Was, are you watching that? Are you watching that from the fucking hallway because oh, your theater your theater room is filled with Jordans? I saw uh, on your Instagram I'm gonna today. I'm giving you a little fucking Jesus. holy shit! What, Bro, what yeah. is happening at Pat Perez's house right now? Look at this. Is this shit. an organizational <laughs> giveaway or is this? When I, have, I, I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising because he's sponsored by Jordan, but that is just so no, many. No, this is surprising. Yeah, this like, is outrageous. Let me see if I can walk around the room here and see if you guys can see. The We're going to put this on right. social, and Kevin Clancy is going to literally drip <laughs> come watching. Dude, oh, this my God. Oh, okay. Now, when high school, so the big kids, thing like, is to not actually walk kids on drank their teachers and put, like, those little cups of water all over the floor, that's you with Jordan. I, yeah, I take back what I said. This is now, again, a shocking <laughs> amount of shoes. <laughs> what is going ridiculous. on right now? I mean, they go. They go talking to a hoarder. Here? I had to create the show? space to like actually walk in here to get some. But yeah, it's uh, it's gotten to be <sighs> the Pat Perez you know. shoe store. Wow! And then there's you know, so then you have all those boxes, all these clothes showed up. I had like 300 pieces show up. I got my PXG stuff here, and then all those are on racks too. That's all winter stuff from. The same kind of deal. Then I got my Augusta chairs over there to sit in. Nice. Um, but yeah, this is kind of where this is where we're at. You expected oh, to play for a guy five lifetimes? How long did you take you to pick a pair of shoes? I I can't. That's why. Sadly, now these are all Ashley's. They sent her these. These are all Ashley's shoes. She got some sick uh, Air Force Ones. They sent her every one that <laughs> was. Literally, the problem, bro. I'm not kidding. I have to plan my. 
I gotta plan my outfits and my my what I'm what I'm gonna wear. Like I wore the unions tonight. I wore I pulled these out tonight because I wanted to wear them. The oh. just came out. But I had to match Holy it with shit. the shirt. You gotta match with the shirt, right? But then the hardest thing is I have a sweater to go with it. So now I gotta match the shorts, the shoes, everything going. Bro, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. It really does. It's a pain in the ass, but I'm not really gonna bitch that much because no one's gonna care. But it's it's kind of cool. But yeah, it's it's we've we've gotten out of control here. We really have. Bro, uh, I, we talked a lot of shoes the first time we came on. But did you always have this addiction to like not addiction, but like love for shoe? Where like when when you weren't able to afford all these shoes, like no, I, you I, like I, of course so. yeah, I, I had them 100, but I couldn't afford shit. I could barely afford to pay attention. So. I couldn't afford anything, but then when I finally made some money, you know, I'm spending like eight hundred thousand dollars a pair, and I'm like, "Fuck, am I getting? I'm getting bent over. I know I am, but I'm gonna buy the ones that I really like, which are the ones that I followed MJ playing in. So those are the ones I really bought, and you know, then all of a sudden I get I get lucky enough to get sponsored by Jordan, and they're just like beyond. So my room is gonna be done on Friday. My shoe room is gonna be done on Friday. And once I get all the shelves and get all the shoes, in about two weeks, I'm going to do a, a huge story with uh, Complex is going to come back and finish up the story that we did, that we started. But it's gotten to be, um, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with all these things because I actually don't have any more room. And What size are you? <laughs> yeah, right? 17, 17 and a half. That's a lot I'm, on my... I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was say, I'm wait, what? Like, I'm 17 and a half. One and a half. <laughs> But your no, it's, room's it's, gonna it's be totally thousand square. Feet. I'm I'm, a, I'm eleven and a half. Mm. There you go, Trent. Trent just parked <laughs> that. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> Trent wears one. I'm not outfit. cool enough. I'm not cool Trent enough to wear one outfit every single day. But he's gonna pair it with a different pair of Jordans <laughs> every single day. Black shirt, khakis, and then a different <laughs> pair of Jordans. I don't yeah. think I'm cool enough for those shoes, honestly. I think I, I think I did it. I think I have a. I think I can get about a different pair of shoes on for just over three years. Ooh. Dude, that that's is so what, I think that I think that's where we've gotten to, which is, you know. So walk, it me, sounds through, walk me through the plan. What is it like? When do you get shoes? How often do you get them? Do you ever say well, no? Little, what does that look like? It was a little slower this year for COVID, but, um, you know, like the other day, 14 boxes showed up and there was all kinds of shit. All the, all the new union stuff. Um all the winter gear. The winter gear, you get more than anything. But this time, I actually got a lot of T-shirts with it. But, like, you know, you look at this jacket, right? <laughs> it's an audio like podcast. This, it's impossible. So like, so, like, this jacket shows up, right? And it's all Paris because they're, they're, they're tied in with that, that Paris team. Yep. So, I got shoes to go with this jacket. With, you know, and if I really want to get crazy, I, get, I go the jacket with the beanie. Yep. Right, and then I've got the shoe that goes perfectly with that. I also have sweatpants to go with that, and then I have a shoe that goes. I mean, I have it all. So, like, I I could walk out and you know in Paris gear. Now I don't really like Paris that much, so I don't really care. But you know, it's too bad I didn't say USA because I'd like to say USA more. But you know, it's not like (laughs) but decision making on what goes with what it takes some effort. It's not like just walk in and go. Okay, it's all there. I never seen. I never seen. I never seen that many. Sh- I can't. I can't wrap my <laughs> brain around how many shoes you have. Like, I don't. Bro, and Mike Bibby. So Mike Bibby has a three-car garage. Now, when I say a three-car garage, I'm talking like twenty-five hundred square feet, twenty-eight hundred square feet, top to bottom. You know, a shoe box obviously is like 
this, right? He has them all the way across, and you can you can get through about like this. He said he has between five to six million dollars worth of shoes. He was, one of the, he was one of the original six when he got signed twenty what twenty two years ago. So he has everything upon everything. He probably has other than MJ or Ray Allen or. That kind of deal, he probably has the best collection there is because he really is a shoe guy. He he wasn't even he's not even part of Jordan anymore. He still buys them because he wants the whole outfit. He's like beyond beyond anything. Three car garage he built for shoes. Now I played with Dex Fowler a couple weeks ago at Summit, and he fuck he's even more gross. He's got this storage in, and he's got them labeled out there. He, it says like what shoe it is. He's got all the boxes lined up, you know, per color per number. And then he goes in and he'll, he's got to drive to go get this thing. He's got to go drive to get a pair of shoes and then, you know, figure out what he wants to wear. And I'm like, bro, I mean, I'm sick, but you're, you guys are making me look like I'm just totally normal. Whew. But, you know, uh, it's, uh, right. it's quite an addiction, but it's a cult. It's an absolute cult. But anyway, other than that, it's, um, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do with all this shit, but uh, man, people love it when you put stuff you up on your Instagram. When you put stuff up on your Instagram, and then you start you you put cleats on the bottom of it. I see it goes viral like every single time. People go crazy. Yeah, no, it's. I wish you know everybody always asks me like where you know how can I get them? I, I'm like guys, they're just not out yet. And even still, Nike does not allow the Jordan brand to release enough shoes. That's why the demand is so amazing because it's not like you know like those nursing shoes that Rory wears. You can't just find – you can find those anywhere, you know, but nobody yeah. wants to wear them. The Jordan shoes, everybody wants to wear them. doesn't matter what they look like. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. they have a limited – they have a limited, you know, stash of them, and that's what it is. That's why when you rebuy a golf shoe on eBay or whatever, StockX, whatever it is, they're 1000 bucks. Right. That's what it is, which I think is cool, you know. But totally. No, it's, it's a sickness, bro. It's a cult. I mean, it's the third, it's the third most recognizable logo in the world. What are the other two? Yeah. McDonald's. I'm sure Google's one. McDonald's is probably the other. Apple's huh. probably up there. It might have changed, what? but a few years ago, Jordan logo was number three. I don't know, Jesus. actually. Jeez, you know, you're probably right. Think man. about it. You look at that logo, you just say Jordan. Jordan. MJ is so big. Who the fuck doesn't know Jordan? When you say that name, you're not talking about some guy that you know named Jordan. It means one name. And one person. That's what it is. Like Same Jordan. When you say tiger, you're not thinking of something at the zoo that, you know, eats, <laughs> you know, raw meat. Right? You're thinking about the man. I love that you went zoo, like not like out in the wild. It's just like zoo. That <clears throat> zoo. No. Uh, I, I don't want to see a tiger out in the wild. I can say it right I got to think app, Apple's up there. Everybody has an iPhone. Like the whole world. I wonder if Jordan is at the like same Apple? The Yankees, dude. Apple, like, Google, Amazon. I would say I would say Jordan was probably they they might still be in the top five. Could you think of Amazon, Apple, uh, McDonald's? You think of um, what the hell's the other one? Google. I mean, those are massive. They, they're just, don't they're say the so name in Amazon, them. Amazon. Let's let's talk straight logos. Those have the names in them. Amazon has the name in it. Like yeah. straight Nobody logo. Nobody cares about I, the smile. Nobody cares about the smile. I think like Jordan logo. may be as equal to Nike. Like I think Nobody just if Nike. you know what Nike is, you know if you know what the check is, you, the swoosh, you know what the Jordan Jumpman is. They're very. They're to me, they'd be very, very tied. You know the Nike swoosh and the Jordan. 
it's just it's very like if you don't i've got them right here so if you take if you take this right everybody knows what the hell that is right they know the swoosh but then you take but you see that yeah right? you just know yeah, so it's this, crazy yeah. see, this this has the name with it right very rarely do you ever see just the swoosh on the box right but every box i have just has that and you know exactly what the hell it is yeah, I actually I read the book about all this. It's fascinating. Oh like, Jesus! Here we go. I can't read, so I don't. I don't. I don't go down. It well, neither can Rick. No, he just yeah. audio books. Reads it. <laughs> no, that, so but that is up, what boys? he did. He didn't masters, read it. We got masters action going. Hey, yep. who's got who? Folks, for a very long time now, I've been uh, explaining to people that when I get into an Uber or into a taxi cab, I always put my seatbelt on. You know why? Because it's extremely dangerous extremely dangerous on the road and it's not that i don't necessarily trust my driver or if you're driving me around it's not necessarily that i don't trust you i don't i don't try i don't know these other people on the road they're going they're flying they could be going over the speed limit they're not paying attention they're texting it's extremely dangerous you know how you can be much much safer and save lives click it or ticket put on your seatbelt. you might be saying i'm not going very far or i'm in a hurry i'm in a rush and you know nothing's worth your life nothing it doesn't make sense Try to save your life and save other lives by putting on your seatbelt. From November 16th to the 29th of 2020, state and local law enforcement agencies across the nation, our nation here in the United States of America, are stepping up their law enforcement efforts for motorists who aren't wearing their seatbelts. Do not kid yourself. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling it up. In 2018 alone, nearly 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes, that is 43% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. So a lot of you listening to this in your car, you're commuting to or from work, or maybe you're just running up to the, to the local market to grab something, put on your seatbelt, please. Do it for me. Do it for us. Do it for yourself. More importantly, do it for your family. You don't want to die. Nobody wants to die. That's kind of the whole purpose, purpose of life. It's actually the whole goal is to just not die. That's like what we're doing here is sure. just – and it is, I mean, because we're, yeah, it's, we're just trying to stay alive. That's, that's every day is just survive in advance. And <laughs> I got into a car, um, a rental car, and it was like a Toyota Camry. And I like to put on my seatbelt, something I enjoy doing. And, but sometimes you like forget and there's that dinging noise. And some, I feel like cars make it somewhat like that you want, like they'll like, they'll ding for a couple seconds. And sometimes if you're really stern about it, you're like, I'm just going to wait out this thing. And it's like a fight. You're like, you know what? Like, you can't force me to wear this seatbelt. But let me tell you something. This fucking Toyota Camry, it will, <laughs> you don't put on your seatbelt, you actually have to drive straight to an insane asylum because you can't believe the sirens going off inside this car. <laughs> I was in the parking lot and it's, wow, <laughs> And you're like, holy fuck, man. Like, I just put it in reverse. But to my point that I'm about to get to, Every car should have that. Like, it forced me. I couldn't drive the car in it with, 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 with a conscience and with a brain that would allow me to hit the gas. I'm telling you guys. It was the – like, we had, we had to be at the Barstool Classic at, like, 7 a.m., and I just woke up. I'm like, whoa. And it's just like, wheel, wheel. It's fucking pounding me. And I put on my goddamn seatbelt. And, and – Every single car should have that. Every single car should have it because you know what? It saves lives. Like you're saying, going down windy roads. What if an asshole is fucking sipping on his coffee 
it, it pours on his chest. He goes, ah, and just pulls over. You need a seatbelt on, man. It's not just about you. It's about everyone else. Quick Hitter Ticket is not about citations. It's about saving lives. In 2018, there were 9,778 unbuckled passenger vehicle occupants that were killed in crashes in the United States. To help prevent crash fatalities, we got to step up seatbelt enforcement day and night. So please wear your seatbelt. Back to Pat Perez. I got it. I want to go through. I want to go through the picks. I got to ask you first what happened in Bermuda because, you know, we had a nice. We had a nice little dinner. We had yeah. a night out, and we hung out. And then a couple of days later, you make the cut, and you're just fucking gone. I uh, I had to make a decision. You know, I, I fucking bogeyed eight nine. And I was so pissed. I didn't want to be there anyway. I was so pissed. And when I got done, it was eighty fourth. And the way the cuts were going this year, they don't go backwards, especially two shots. So there was a flight at four o'clock, or I had to wait until the charter at nine thirty on Monday morning. Wow. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking sit around here. I'm not going to sit around here until Monday. You know, just like always, when I gamble, I lose. And I lost again. So I wasn't going to wait around and finish like 68th and then be pissed and be stuck on that island doing nothing until Monday. And I fucking left. And, you know, it's the first time in 470 events that that has happened to me. And it also happened to be a spot where I could not get back. Right. You know, like right. you had to do all the tests to get there. You remember all the bullshit. You got to take the test. You got to send it in. You got to quarantine. You got to do the test again. You got to. I, I couldn't even if I went back. I couldn't even get. I couldn't even get ready to go. So it's not like you know because uh, you know what happened to it was Garrigus, Robert Garrigus. Same thing. He got to Miami. He texted me. He's like, "Hey, bro, did you get on the plane? We made the cut." I go, "Bro, I'm going fucking home. I don't know what you're doing, but you're not getting back there anyway. So don't even worry about. It. Just go home. It doesn't matter." No, bro. We got. We got to get back there. I go. You got to do all this shit again. You got to do the test. You got to get there. You got to do the, the, the hotel thing. You got to get the quarantine. You got to get the results back. It's never going to happen by the time you tee off tomorrow morning. I said, you lost. You fucked up. You went home. That's it. We're going home. So it was unfortunate because I would, you know, anytime you make the cut, you want to play. I just, I was so pissed and I just, I didn't think the cut was going to go that far back because they didn't have the course that hard set up. So I gambled. I lost. You know, uh, that's what it is. Let's talk Masters. We got uh, first, like, the overseed. You know, I, we're hearing a lot about it. Most people probably don't know that much about it. You're Scottsdale, you're Arizona guy. You guys do overseed every year, like, this time. Yeah, we just opened. Yeah, yeah so what kind of – I mean, what yeah, we just opened again. What do people need to uh, expect going to the Masters? Like, how different is it going to be? What's overseeding due to this course? I think it's going to be in bad shape, to be honest with you. You know, I talk to Drew and Kokrak every day about what's going on down there and they said it's just not a very good shape. It came in, but it had to, you know, they had to do it so fast to get it ready. And now with all this rain, it's just going to make it like mud. And I, you know, masters, they don't want to do, they don't want to do lift clean in place. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen. And they're going to be, it's going to rain all night. It's going to rain all day tomorrow. It's going to be a tough decision to see if they want to start tomorrow doing lift clean in place. But, you know, the cat goes early. Everybody goes off early, which is unbelievable. Um, fuck, there's no way Tiger's ever teed off at that time. 7.55, he's never gone off that early. He's usually, you know, like 11 and then fucking 2.30, the prime time tee times, which he should be anyway. But I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be cold. It's going to be shitty. So Tiger's going to be standing around all day tomorrow waiting for this thing to go. And then there could be a lot of golf going, you know, between Friday and, you know, 
Friday and Saturday to get that cut in and then get the tournament done by Sunday. And we got so, a, there's so much less sunlight. Like we got two and a half, like two and a half hours less sunlight. The sun goes down yeah. so early. I mean, I, Tigers I, team, you know, like I said, I, like I said, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm still shocked we're having the tournament. I know, of course, they wanted to have it in the same year that it was supposed to be. I get all that, but you know, circumstances going on. I just, I just don't, don't know if it was. You know, I don't ever question anything the Masters does. They, they do everything so right. But this just seems like 2020 just kicking right in the deck. You know, here comes that Etta. It says it's going to go right through Jacksonville. If that thing goes up instead of right, it, they're going to have a they're going to have a mudslide there. The grass isn't it's the gra- the roots aren't strong enough yet to take that kind of rain. If it bumps there for three days, tournament's over. Can't do it. It's just so different from April. April, I mean, that place is so mint and so incredible. It's just right now, from what I've heard, it's really not that way. It's not that not it's terrible. It's just not what everybody's used to. So it'll be interesting. The rain's going to play a big, big deal tomorrow. Uh, but overseeding, man, it's it all depends. It can be thin in spots. It can be thin. It can be muddy. You know, even as great as their their super tenants are, I don't know if they can get it all right. You think it's going to play easier? Like if it's going to be soft as fuck, it's going to play easier, right? It's going to play long as shit. It's going to play so long. You know, so the, the bombers are going to have such an advantage. A short guy has no prayer. He's really? Got no fucking chance. No way. All right. No it's too, you know, unless they move it up, unless they move the tees up or something, that's the only way. But there's no way a short hitter's got a chance because with all that rain, it's going to be the ball's going to plug right where it is. What is, what is that? Kids, that's what I, those, those hooks out there to roll, he ain't going to get nothing. He's not going to get any rolls. He's just not. He he. Short, Kiz's amazing short game is going to have to come through if he's going to have a nice week. Yeah, I read really today. I read today. Someone was following uh, our guy Dylan was following um, a Tiger. I read on golf.com, and he said that they were just it was like dropping marbles into Jello on the greens. Tiger today, was just absolutely yeah. just shooting darts. Ball wasn't moving an inch, and and honestly, no. it's dumping even more for the next whatever it's going to be sixteen hours. I mean, that's going to be crazy. And guys like Bryson are just going to be playing darts after they hit 300. Bryson doesn't need any roll, and these big hitters don't need any roll. They're no. just going to, be, it's going to be placing it where they want, and then when they have to attack that green, think about those clubs that we saw Bryson. He said he wants like an eight iron into these par fives and, and wedges into, into par fours. He's going to be tapping in for birdie if yeah. he's even the slightest bit dialed in. Yeah, he says par 67 for him. I believe that. You know, and the thing is, he's hoping it plays longer shit because he flies the ball so far. He doesn't get much roll anyway. Right. So he right. wants it to play long because the low, the low hitting guys, they're not going to get any roll. The longer guys like DJ Brooks, Rory, Finau, you know, Finau can get it moving. You know, and hell, it might be something good for him where he gets softer conditions and he, you know, he can go after more pins. I, you know, I've got like twenty guys that can win this thing. I don't have Bryson as the clear, clear favorite. To me, he doesn't have enough rounds around that joint. But, yeah. you know, the, you, length of, the length is unbelievable, you know, and, and he's worked his ass off to get to where he is. You know, I, he's definitely, I would say he's probably the favorite in the tournament. But there's like 20 guys, bro, that can get that can get hot. I mean, there's so many guys playing well right now. Uh, everybody's kind of timed it to where, you know, I played with Brooks and DJ last week on Tuesday, and they both look phenomenal. And they finished second and fifth last week. So it was no surprise to me that, you know, they played that well. Um, 
you know, Bryson hasn't played in a long – he hasn't played in a while. You know, he's been working on his game, and we'll see. I, I know he's going to be ready when he tees up tomorrow, but that length is going to be something. But, fuck, that course is, you know, look who won last year. And I said it on my show last, last year when I picked Tiger to win. I said it takes so much knowledge around that place to win. And I guess who was the only guy that didn't hit in the water on 12? That's the guy that won. Yep. You know, it's, it takes that kind of knowledge. You have to hit enough shots around it. You've got to know what the hell you're doing. And these conditions are going to be so much different than what these guys have seen. You know, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think Bryce is going to do nice, but I've got like 10 guys that can win. And if they all won, if any of them won, I wouldn't be surprised the least. Could do you salt- put it course, though, like uh, make it so you don't need as many rounds around that golf course because it makes it a little bit easier, do you think? <clears throat> it's going to be a little easier because the, the runouts are what gets everybody. My yeah. first time, and I fuck, I four putted, three putted, every hole there was, because you don't realize how much slope and break there is in these deals. I don't think you're going to get that this week. I think they'll be somewhat quick because they have the sub air, but they're talking about so much rain coming in, it's not going to matter. The sub air cannot take all that moisture out, and it's going to be chilly. So it's not, it's not going to be able to take it out. Plus, the greens to me just aren't going to be, they're not going to have that rollout speed that they normally have in, in April, especially that Sunday, April where you start to see balls really start to run. And it takes unbelievable knowledge and skill to get it in the hole and win that tournament. So I just, I just don't know, you know, obviously never having a Masters in November, nobody knows what the hell to expect. But especially with all the rain, you know, it, I think you guys are right. I think it's going to be a dart fest. I don't think people are going to be – guys are going to be worried about running balls off the green and all the way down the slopes like on, you know um, – you know, I, I think a big one, uh, my balls used to run off on 15 and go down to damn water when it was short. Those chip shots, I used to lay up too damn close. I used to, you know, lay up about 70 yards, and it's actually the hardest shot there is. You need to be farther back up the hill, you know, and have a fuller shot, especially from the right side. Now I don't think it's going to be that much of a difference because I think the grass going to be a little bit longer, and the green is going to hold more. So I think certain shots around the course are going to be a little bit easier because of being able to stop mm-hmm. The ball faster. Uh, DJ DJ had a great quote. They asked him like, uh, "What he thinks about what his favorite tradition is at Augusta?" And he said, "Sandwiches." And then they said, "Which sandwich?" And he said, "All of them." The best. That's He's the such, best. That's such a DJ answer because you know why? Because he doesn't know what the sandwiches are. He doesn't even know. He couldn't tell you what the hell the sandwich. Is. If you had, if you asked him all the names of the sandwiches, he couldn't name them all. I promise you. <laughs> and, and they're definitely looking for him to wax poetic about Augusta and the golf course and the history. And he's like, no, I just love yeah. those fucking sandwiches. The sandwiches. No, he, he that surprised <laughs> me. Least. He, he's unbelievable. I mean, he's, he's unbelievable. I mean, I, I always told his brother, I said, if you let this guy get smart, you know, he's not going to be playing. I mean, he, he doesn't, I don't think he really, I don't think DJ knows how good he is. I don't think he does. He's so, he's so fucking good. I don't think he knows it. You is know? that like you're saying he's being humble or he is too stupid? He to just understand. doesn't know how good he is. I think he <laughs> has like an idea, but I don't think he has any fucking idea. He what? He's just not smart enough to know. He's in a crazy way, how good he is. In a crazy way, that works to his advantage. He's he's driving well, a, a Ferrari. He's driving a Ferrari, and he has yeah. no idea. He thinks it's a Honda, and that's why I keep telling his brother, I'm like, don't let this guy try to figure something out. Just let him do what he does and let it run on, because. It's, it's incredible, bro. Every time I play with this guy, I play with him all the time, too. It, it's so unbelievable to watch what he can do 
with a ball and what I can't do with a ball. It's just <laughs> fucking upsetting. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, that, but that's but you know, growing up with Tiger a whole life and watching him, what the hell he did for you know twenty five years with us was, you know, you just eventually just got used to it. You couldn't believe it, but you eventually just get used to like, oh fuck, oh oh the shot over the trees, the three hundred. Oh yeah, okay, well that's yeah, that's normal. I mean, that's that's just normal now. And then these guys are starting to get that way. DJ and Brooks and fucking, you know, I mean, it's a whole different game, bro. It's it's unbelievable how different the game is from the first year I got my card to what it is today. It's unbelievable. So I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's awesome to watch. I love it. I love watching it. Fred Ridley commented, I think it was today or yesterday, about the distance and how there's going to be, need to be a call to action and how it's it's ruining or it's harming golf and Augusta National. Like, realistically, we talk about this shit all the time and it gets thrown around, roll back the golf ball. Like, what can they really do? Because even if they roll back the golf ball, like, the guys that hit it farther are still going to hit it farther. That's always my point. If you give fucking Bryson and everybody else, all of us, I've got a percha, he's still going to hit it the farthest. So he still has the advantage. I don't, I, I don't know what – they're so far beyond what to do to fix it. Like, they're so far past. Think about the cost for all the companies, what it would do to roll back a, a part of the equipment. Right. You know, let's say you take the driver and you want to go back down to the 340cc, right? You take the ball and you want to go all the way back to the fucking, like, 384 tour, you know, from 1985. I mean – the the cost of everything. And then what are you going to do for the amateurs? You know, the amateurs have no chance. If you give them some shitty ball. I ain't golf ball. Are you kidding me? No, of course not. Yeah, of course not. But see, the, my point has always been there needs to be professional rules and then everybody else has whatever the fuck they want. You know, <laughs> if you play pro, there's a reason why NCAA and NFL have different rules. MLB, NCAA have different rules. You know, there, there's reasons for it. MLB, NCAA, I mean, they all have different rules. Why we are run by a group of amateurs, I'll never know in my life by, by the USGA. I just can't figure it out. But I don't think they have – I don't think anybody's got an idea. Well, they sure as hell weren't ready for Bryce and Shambo to come around in 2020 and just, you know, basically get like a Kyle Berkshire that came in and can hit the ball and then win a golf tournament and go, well, shit, now what the fuck are we going to do? This guy is flying at 400 yards. We don't have courses that are 9,000 yards. Well, you don't want to course a 9,000 yard because that means one guy is going to win every time. So right. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, people want to see it. They love it. It doesn't mean he's going to win every tournament. He's going to do well. I mean, Duff said, Duff said he thinks he's going to, uh, Bryce is going to win 10, 12 times a year now Whew. because of this length. You Isn't know, which that is, okay, though? You look at Vegas. He had, and he had 10. I mean, fuck, nobody bitch when Tiger fucking won nine times. But like he's doing something that no one else can do, and that's not anyone's fault. That's what I said. It's not. It, no, he's quite literally doing. Yeah, it's like he's when, just figured it when out. Tiger like, dominated. When Tiger dominated, he was the longest. He had the best short game. And he was the best fucking putter. And he had the best swing and the best irons. And that's just what it was. You know, I mean, he's playing. Bryce is playing the course this week like Tiger played '97. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. That and that's that's literally what we're at now. So they made the course longer, and then guess what? Guys got fucking longer and longer and longer. Now here we are 23 years later, and we've got a guy that's going to play from the same place as the Tiger played in 97. So right. what are you going to do? They're out of room. They can't do anymore. You know, and unfortunately, I think there's going to be 
I don't know. I, I think the scores are going to be pretty damn low. I really do. I think the scores are going to be abnormally low this week because of the soft conditions. And, you know, goddamn Bryson, if he, if he gets it going like I think he can, I don't know, bro. I mean, I, I, can he be 2,500? Can he be 2,800? I mean, wow. is that even – is it realistic? It's going to make think the green jackets hate him. I mean, I, mean, I mean, fuck, bro. In Vegas, the guy drove that fucking – he drove two par fours. Okay? <laughs> I mean, he had 10 L wedges. I mean, you can only be so many – you can only fucking shoot so high when you have those kind of clubs in your hands. You know, Augusta, they made it longer, so it's going to be much harder. Now, you know, I mean, he – when I saw those clubs that he was hitting in there, I mean, I played there a couple years ago, the same distances. I didn't have those clubs there, and we played it firm. So I can right. only imagine what he's going to do because – and he got soft greens. I just – I think the score is going to be ridiculous. I think I think the, the Augusta uh, – I think the master staff is going to be upset what goes on this year. So do you toss out really his – like, do you toss out his old – so I brought this up in the last show. He's got – he he's got only one round below seventy at Augusta in his career. He's a, a career plus four, and he only has three rounds yep. under par. Is that that doesn't even matter? He's a totally new person. Like, like we're see, not that's even... what I'm saying. It, it, it's experience. He still has those those bad shots in his mind from when he plays there. Now he's obviously playing. Essentially, he's playing a different course now because he's probably. When's the last time he played there? He played there last year. Did he yeah. play in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. I think he led after like the first round, and then he kind of played like shit after that. Right. In uh, in nineteen, but you know he's he's added fucking sixty yards to his driver since then. So <laughs> right. I, I I think you I, I mean think about that. I, I think you I think you have to fucking disregard what he did last time. I just his confidence level is through the roof. I mean, out of ten, he's at a million, right? Yeah. <laughs> With this length, you know, and the size and the whole fucking. I think he looks like a cartoon character. That's why I told him. I said, "You look like you know." I don't even know how you look like. So big, it's unbelievable. But you know, he ha- he has to. You have to take all that out of you know out of context. I think, and I don't know, man. It's so hard for me to pick anybody else. But you know, I love Rom and DJ and um, fuck. I just don't know if I don't know if I don't think a short guy can get it done. I just don't think a, a shorter hitter can get it done. How about that, that ace that Rom made on sixteen with the skip? That, that was, was that was sick. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he's had two this week already. I mean, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, nobody around. You know, how easy is that? Like, is are you like, is that like throwing a baseball or like, a, is that like for you guys throwing a rock across? No, you got to like, know how. You got to know it's all in the first two skips. Once you hit it, because once you get there on sixteen, there's a little bit of a slope like this. You don't want to be all the way down. You want to be just at the start of where it goes down. And you hit like a six iron, so it, it you want it to kind of hover on top. You hit it so it, it skips like three times, and then it'll hover, and then it'll get up that. You've got to remember, it's got to get up that high. It's got to get up that high over the lip to get on the green. It's not like it's just smooth. you got to go from water to get up that high on the green. So it's got to have enough up to get up there. It takes some skill to do it. A lot of guys some, get stuck right in that hill. Some Jedi shit. Oh, it's fucking it's it's so fun though. It's cool. That's one of the great deals of uh, of that hole. I don't know how the hell it started a long time ago, but it's fun. This is brought to you by our very good friends at Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes are the original flushable wipes for guys, created literally out of an apartment a few years ago by four Chicago dudes. Everyone's stocking up on toilet paper with coronavirus. I know you've heard all about that. You need to be stocking up on Dude Wipes. 
as dude wipes are better than toilet paper or multi-purpose to use anywhere on your body. Dude has all kinds of products to stay clean and hygienic during this very interesting time and all the time, to be honest with you. If you're not using these yet while dropping a deuce, please do yourself a favor and check them out. I even put them in my golf bag. They've got the disposable, the portable ones. They're small. Put them in your golf bag. You may need them for an emergency. So you do not want to be stranded. You don't want to be left alone out there in the woods having to do something and not have the proper materials to do it. Dude wipes are the best. They've got the spray and sticks, the dude deodorant spray and sticks. They've got new dude underwear. They've got dude shower body wipes, dude powder for your balls where Frankie lays in his bed and has done the whole charade. Trust me. You're going to want to get involved in dude wipes. You know what I think they should maybe make if they're making all these products? They should just make dude wipes sheets. So if when I'm laying there and I'm in bed, I get out of bed and I'm already showered. You see what I'm saying? Dude wipes bed sheets. I thought you meant you were just going to go to to the bathroom in bed. Yeah. We could think about that too. That's not, I'm not closing the door on that idea either. I'm just <laughs> Let's expand on this a little bit. So, so it would almost catch all like the sweat and the juices that that are that are compiling throughout your slumber. Would yeah, that, so that's what you're saying. So your back would be clean as fuck. But what if you kind of rustle around in bed? You're you're scrubbing yourself, and you don't even know it. Might be one of those deals where you gotta like when you wake up and you're still kind of laying there, you're checking your phone. You might have to do a couple spins, and that, then that gets you. How do we pull it? And then pull a new one in like you're at a doctor's office? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Or, or like the, when the, at the airport, so they have the toilets that have the plastic on them. You press that button and it goes, and it brings out a new one. That might be the dude wipe sheets. Something to think about for their R&D. And the, the products that they already have, um, I use all the time. And, and I think that we, I, I think there's no limit to where dude can go. You know, you want dudes on your balls. You want dude on your... You want dude on your asshole. That's just what you. That's what you want. You want dude wipes everywhere, and that's I want it. There's no crevice that I don't want to be cleaning myself with if it's not dude wipes. Riggs twenty is going to get you twenty percent off at dudeproducts.com. They've also got them at Amazon, Walmart, Ariano's, Jewel, or Meyer. So go to dudeproducts.com. Code Riggs twenty. You're going to get twenty percent off at dudeproducts.com. Part three contest get canceled. I mean. There's just so many things. It's just not. It's just not the Masters. It's, you know, I mean, obviously they're going to give away the jacket and the big cash and, the, and all that that kind of stuff, which is obviously amazing. It's going to be for one guy, but uh, it just doesn't have like you know, Coke Rack finally wins and he's all excited to go and he can't bring his family and he can't fucking do the part three and weather's going to be shit and this and that. But thankfully he gets to go back in, in you know in April because he he won so. But uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's just it's just not what it is. And but you know they're trying to get as much as they can in while we can because I got this funny feeling that we're going to get shut down again when we get uh, around the corner on twenty one. It feels like man. Yeah, That's New York City. Thing. New York City is already starting to shut down restaurants early, and it's all fucking starting to crazy. sort of head that direction. Yeah, I got a feeling that uh, that President Elect is going to fucking bend this over a little bit. I think when it comes around the turn because. He's been talking about shutting the country down for nine months. So, and Europe just shut down last Friday for four weeks. So we're usually about a month behind them. You know, I mean, it could throw a yeah. fucking huge wrench. When you take a term like the West Waste Management, I heard through the grapevine. Now, don't fucking direct quote me on it, but I heard 
title yeah. of the podcast. If, yeah. if they don't get if they don't get the fans, they're not going to have the tournament. That's Interesting. What That's what I've heard. Because think about it, waste management. You got two hundred fifty thousand people on Saturday that come out. Now they don't have one stand out there. There's not even a fucking Hagen Dazs tent. There's nothing. So I think their plan. They're trying to get twenty thousand. That's what I've heard. Twenty thousand, but there'll be no stands of any kind. It's just going to be roam and go wherever you want. It'd be like you know, back in nine in the nineties, no stands and you just kind of roam where you go. Now, is that going to create enough buzz? I don't know. But are we actually going to get to twenty thousand people? Because we're we're stuck at about twenty five hundred right now on tour. So in two months, are we going to get to twenty thousand people? Twenty five thousand? Is waste no management going to put all that money in there? You know, is waste management going to put all that cash in there? I, I think. We, we could be hitting some 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 hard time because you know sponsors are like you know it's not, we're like the NBA and the MLB and these guys where you know MLB lost nine billion dollars this year in baseball okay but all the people that run their baseball are, they're billionaires we're not okay we're we don't we don't have that kind of money we're, we rely on sponsors and this now sponsors have employees that they don't that aren't working and they're losing you know business and it's all the kind of thing how can they justify putting nine million dollars in the golf tournament for you know for golf and when they have guys that aren't working that 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 i just i just we need this shit to turn around quick because i don't know how long sponsors are going to stick around and go fuck we're not gonna hang out we got no program you know we get a little bit of tv time we can't entertain anybody we don't do this we don't do this you know fuck it we're out we're gonna sit out for a year you know and hopefully it doesn't get that point but Damn, if they uh, if they start shutting shit down around this country, that's where it's going to get to again, unfortunately. So. Yeah, like 20,000 people. I mean, they're not even – a lot of cities are shutting back down. New York said they're going to start closing restaurants and bars at 10 p.m. Like, they're going the other directions. No, other directions. In two, three months, you're going to put on a tournament with twenty, even 20,000. And he wants 50. The waste manager guy wants 50,000 people. I mean, it's just it doesn't seem it doesn't seem feasible. It doesn't seem – like, it's anywhere near possible. You know, Houston, it was great. There was some people out there. There was some chit-chat. It was fun. You know, there was some guys, you know, talking about that. It was fun. It was fine. It was nice to have some interaction. But still, there was only fucking, like, 3,000 people out there. Right. You know, it's just not enough. You're not in a big group. You're not – you don't see anybody still. There's no stands. There's no There's no nothing. The course just looks bare. So – I don't know, man. I, it's gonna be it's gonna be real interesting. I think you should get in get in as much sports as you can. I think I think Augusta is smart enough to know that they probably need to have this tournament because even Fred Ridley said today, we may not be back to normal in twenty one Masters. I think he realizes that there could be no fans again or patrons. Whatever the thing I've heard all day. You know, that's terrible. You know, we got the Masters right in like twelve hours, and now I'm fucking now I'm all depressed and shit. <laughs> I mean. But it's just, it is, you know, fucking Biden, he wants to have masks and shit all the way through 21. You know, if you start listening to what these idiots are fucking saying, it's like, okay, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're, you know, we're going to do masks, and we're going to do tests. The tour is still, we're going to test all the way through April, and that's that was like a few months ago. We're not right. done testing. We're going to go all the way through, and guys going to keep getting fucked and keep getting, you know, positive tests and missing big tournaments and that's about but this mask thing and all this other stuff, this isn't fucking going away in, like, January fucking 3rd. I mean, this shit's going to continue to go and go. The numbers keep flying through the roof on this COVID thing, you know. But the thing is with this this vaccine, right, the vaccine comes around. 
if you've never tested positive for this thing, are you going to take the vaccine? Right. You know, mm-hmm. I, I haven't had the flu in 20 years. I've never taken a flu shot. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, and people, I've heard people that take the flu shot, they get sick. So, I mean, w- you know, w- which way do you go? I, I don't know. Now the tour it's may tough, make us, the tour may make us take the test, you know, or take a flu shot or, uh, sorry, the COVID vaccine. I don't know. But it's, it's scary, bro. I mean, Fred he Ridley said it today. He says, we're not, we're not 100% certain that we're going to have patrons at the 21 Masters. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's five months from now. Oh, fuck. You know, it's just it's, – it sucks, bro. It sucks for everybody because everybody wants, everybody wants to get norm, back to normal so fast because this has been the longest seven months ever. It's been horrible. It's been fucking horrible forever. You're saying that Augusta is not going to be the same this year and just not going to be like the same course that I've got pictured in my head and then it might not happen next year is just full-on depression. Well, it, it'll, it'll turn this ship around here. Let's turn this ship around. We got the pastures <laughs> coming up, and it's going to be green. There's going to be fucking flowers and freaks out there. We're fine. It's going to be green. It's going to be great. It's a Masters. We know what it is. I'm just saying it's unfortunate that – you know, nobody gets to enjoy it the way it's, it's supposed to be, but it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. So who who you guys got to win? Well, well, yeah, we have a bunch of stuff that we're going after. So we have, like, our sports book that we're all – we're all in Philly right now. We're going to our sports book tomorrow, um, our little gambling house we got here in Philly. So we're going to be locked in all day on all these live bets and all this stuff. So yeah. one of the things we have is this amen corner thing. It's total, to, total combined score on 11, 12, and 13 for all four days. Right now we have it at six. So you can either bet minus 15 or worse or minus 16 or better. And I'm literally sitting here with my phone on here as we're doing this. And I'm deciding, I'm trying to do the math on like how many groups are going through Amen Corner. 11 to, like after talking to you, it's like these guys are with the, with the how soft it's going to be. It's going to be – We're going. To, I mean, this is the easiest bet of all time, Riggs, now that I think about it. No, Which way are you going? No, Which way, going, way are you going? I'm going minus 15 or worse because I – Oh, like, my God. Dude, no way. 11, 11 plays hard as fuck, and 12 bro, always plays hard. Like, I know they're going to light up 13, but the other two holes, come on. Bro, 11 and 12, if they get any kind of win, that 12 – you saw what the fuck happened to that last group. You know, those last three groups last year, that's a nine iron, okay? And how many guys hit in the water? A lot. So four in the last push up just because it's soft. Eleven, eleven depends where they put the fucking team. If they got that team mostly back, you're still going to have guys with hybrid three, four, and five iron of that green. Mm. Now, are they still going to have the stones because it's soft to go towards that pin more or not? You know, once again, I, I don't know, but that minus fifteen is a. I, I I would go the other way. I would take it higher than that. Yeah, for the field. For the field. Yeah, for the field. Yeah, Everyone I mean, bro, that goes through it. Sandy Lyles. You've got, you know. <laughs> Larry Mize. Larry you Mize. You've got to make fucking sevens on that hole. I mean, you got to remember the seven. And the, there's going to be sevens on Fuck, that Fuck, I already hole. put $100 on 16 or better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, bro, don't let's not get it twisted either. They moved that fucking tee back on 13. If, it, if it's slightly right. into the wind there, right? If it's slightly into the wind and that's soft, Guys are not going to be able to get around the corner, which means they're not going to get in green on the green in two. So that 13 is not such a pushover as it is, I promise you. It is for like five, six guys that go around the corner and have their, you know, eight iron like Bryson's going to have or whatever. But fucking guys like me, I never I never got to go that, for that green in two. And that was That's, when it was fucking firm and nice. I'm glad I waited. I'm so, Bryson. 
Yeah, I'm glad I waited. I'm glad we waited to talk to Pat before I put what my. Do you, what do you think your? Uh, we should have looked it up. What do you think your combined score through Amen Corner was? Oh, it's a million. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking million. I, I I only birdied thirteen a few times. I Christ, I only. I mean, I was pumped. You could probably go through. What, what is it? Do you remember? I mean, you probably know it. Bro, I don't know because I played in fucking three. Right. I, mean, I played. I played in three, nine, seventeen, and eighteen. I couldn't fucking tell you what happened yesterday, let alone <laughs> what happened in oh three. I mean, I guarantee I bogeyed eleven probably the first time. You know, we hit went four and three iron in there. I mean, that place is that place is so hard. But my game wasn't ready for it. I mean, I was just so excited to be there. My game was never ready for – my game's never been ready to play Augusta. Never. I don't have enough knowledge about it. Just excited to be there, but never enough to ever be anywhere near contention to fucking do it. And then, you know, you watch Tiger and, and Phil and these other guys that, that have won, you're like, fuck, man, my, my shit just doesn't look like that. I don't play the course that way. And – but it's such an amazing feeling to actually get the invitation in the mail. I've done it four times, you know – get the fucking crystal, get all the shit, go hit balls, go do all the shit. I mean, you know, I've played every tournament there is in the world. I've been invited to play every tournament. I've played every tournament in the world. It's, it's been, it's been unbelievable, but that, that one is literally the one. I mean, it is, I mean, you've been there. It's, there's no, there's no better place on, on the planet to play golf in there. Everything else, I don't even know how it's not number one in the world every year, you know, you say it's not. You say your game's not ready for it, but do you think it's more of like the allure of Augusta, and it almost like it's almost too much for you to handle because you love it so much? No, like, it's not that. It's just my game. I'm. I'm not. I was never long enough to play it. You know, so I right. never hit the par fives in the two. You know, my short game. It's, it's such a different. You gotta. You gotta fucking know what you're doing around there. So much. The grass. You know, the grass runs into you all the time. You know, I'm. I'm a very aggressive type of player. So. I just didn't – I just, fuck, was never ready to to, right. to do it, you know. I mean, there's a lot of guys. There's going to be 30 guys a month. You have to know they have no chance, whether they want to admit it to themselves or not. You know, it's just the way it is. But – and then there's going to be there, – I've got about 25 guys of mine that are going to be really fucking ready to tee off tomorrow that are going to be in contention all week. And, you know, it is what it is. But you got to play that course a bunch of times. But I don't know. That's uh, – That'll let, it's all going to depend on how they set up for the rain tomorrow because if they decide that they're probably not going to play, then they might they might not set the course up, you know, but then they'll wait till Friday. And then if it gets too much rain, they might move the tees up. Or they might do something to help the scoring and the pace of play because they have to get it in before dark. That's another thing they got to worry about. They can't make it ridiculous so that guys can actually finish so they don't have to come back the next morning. So they got a bunch of things going, you know, that are in play for what happens tomorrow on Friday. You think they have any agenda? Kind of like, I mean, our friends at the USGA claim that they don't about wanting high they scores, don't have, but like the USGA has no idea what the hell they're doing. <laughs> but hey, let's not. <laughs> That's a fact. Are close, that, that those are our close personal year. friends. Those we'll are close that. personal friends. We'll We're gonna cut that part. But my my point well, is like, do you think Augusta's idiot. having meetings? Like, we don't fucking want a a, a twenty five under winner. This this like we. We're like we need to keep a standard for hard play, and like this is a I don't tough course to play. I don't think they have a, they don't have a choice because they don't have any more length. They can't. They can't. They will not be able to get the course fast enough to make that decision. But do you think that'll rattle them? Though is my question. Like, do you think they even care about that, or or no? They care. Oh no, they yeah. care. They yeah. care. I, I, you know, they definitely don't mind under par, but they have. You know, they held themselves so high, which they should, and they have such pride in their place, which they should, um, to not have a score of 
you know, 27 right. under or whatever it is. They don't mind if it's seven or eight under, depending on the wind or the conditions or whatever. But I just don't think the conditions are going to be in their favor this week to where they're not going to get a guy that's, you know, maybe 20 under. I just don't – I don't know. It all depends on how they set up, though. If they, if they keep it long and the mud is in play and they don't do lifting in place, which they don't want to do ever, you know, you might get some different action. That's the only way that, that they're going to defend themselves if they say we're not doing lift clean in place and you guys are going to suck on it and it's going to be wet and shitty and we're not going to get 27 under, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, every club in the world cares about protecting the course, even if you're right. just uh, – like when you go to a – somebody invites you out, you go play with some buddies, they're members, they're always giving you the, like, yeah, when they get the greens growing, this place can really play no, tough. Always, yeah, think. Like, of course. every fucking member at every club in the world does that. Talks about Everyone. how hard their course can be. So, Everyone. Augusta does not want to see somebody shoot 25 under par. No, no, I promise you they don't. You know, and they don't care. They don't care if it's between, like, eight and, you know, and, like, with a cat and speed to bend. They don't really care. You know, 17, 18 under, they're not worried about that. As long as they have a nice event. Nobody really gives a fuck with the scores anyway, unless it's ridiculous, you know, 27 under or something like that. That That's when that place is going to – it's not going to lose anything. It's just going to be, damn, that, that's that's unbelievable. I could see them coming back next April, if that's the case, and just having the greens rolling at 20s. Just well, making them They definitely will. They, they definitely Dude, I could see them, I, like, I, if Bryson's fucking 20 under through three rounds, they just cancel the tournament. It's like <laughs> – I'll tell you what, I'm checking that weather right now because it's supposed to be uh, – yeah, they're still getting fucking rain. Now, that Etta, that Etta hasn't – it hasn't fucking turned right yet. So, they're going to get a bunch of rain tomorrow. They, they could be fucked tomorrow. I mean, they really could. Did you know only 1% of day traders actually turn a profit? That seems very low. 1% of day traders actually turn a profit. So, why – are so many of us mistaking picking stocks for serious investing? You cannot control the markets. You can control your risk. So how do billionaires like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos control their risk? They invest in blue chip art. That's right, blue chip art. Our friends at mastersworks.io are letting everyday investors like me and you get in on the secret asset class that was previously only available to people that had tiger-like money. If art investing sounds unusual to you, you're not alone, but 86% of wealth managers recommend investing in art. That's 86% of wealth managers recommend investing in art. The ultra wealthy have been investing in art for centuries from 2000 to 2018. Blue chip art outperformed the S&P by an incredible 180%. Just a few years ago, a single Da Vinci sold for $450 million. That's incredible. A, lot. A, lot. a single DaVinci sold for the same amount as Barstool Sports is evaluated. <laughs> it's insane. That's insane. Uh, wow. Winning the Masters 225 times. That's what that's equivalent to. Um, the entire value of Barstool, 900 years worth of dues at Liberty National. So, look, it is a massive value. This is why Wealth Managed 86% recommend investing in art mastersworks.io makes investing in art as easy as trading stocks or betting on sports online what's even cooler is mastersworks.io has a secondary market so you can buy flip and sell shares if you want some extra excitement 
They're hooking up four play listeners, which is you guys, with the ability to skip their 25,000-person wait list today by going to Masterworks. Masterworks. Was I saying it wrong the entire time? What's the right way? Masterworks. I think so. Oh, was I? I think you said it all right. What do you guys think? Sounds amazing. Masterworks. Not Masters works. Masters is what we're going to watch today when you people are listening on Thursday. Hopefully, if it doesn't rain, the Masters tournament. Masterworks.io is where you're going to go. You're going to use the promo code for. Hurry, the offer expires soon. You're going to get the ability, acquire the ability to skip their 25,000 person wait list. Go to Masterworks.io, promo code for. See important information at Masterworks.io slash disclaimer. What are the guys saying that are there? Like, what's what's Jason saying and the guys you're talking with? About, it's, like, it's soaked. They're just, you know, just watching rain. Now, we had rain Wednesday night last year. We had a ton of rain. I actually put a video out. We called it Backyard Retool. The fucking rain was pumping. It was blowing about 50. And I hit this wedge in the backyard, and the fucking divot was like that. And it was actually funny, but it only rained for a little amount of time. It came in heavy and rained for a little bit of time. They've had a bunch of rain the last couple of days, and then tomorrow is actually going to be the worst day. So with limited daylight and two tees, you know, and it's already soaked and it's a different time of the year and it's overseeded, you know, that tournament just doesn't have a lot in its favor right now to, uh, you know, have higher scores. I just don't, I I just don't see it. You know, these guys are, fuck, these guys are good now. So, you know, I think they're just going to, I think they're going to tear it up, but that's just me. I want to read off a couple of watch the tournament anymore. Yeah, I know it's brutal, but you know what? Now, now that we I'm have this, I want, I want, I want to read off a couple of these ones that I'm deciding over. Uh, these are just straight up matches tomorrow. Justin Thomas versus Brooks Kepka. Who's winning that? Brooks is playing better. He's playing better, but JT always plays well. Uh, what's the number on it? We got it's basically basically pick them. I mean, well, Thomas is favored a little bit, but. Uh, we got Thomas plus one hundred, Brooks Kepka plus one fifteen. I would actually, I would actually take Brooks because Brooks has played well there the last couple of years. Thomas's best finish is a uh, tied twelfth, and that is after four years of playing there. He has gotten better every year, but JT his best finish is tied twelfth. So I don't know if uh, and Brooks what the fuck he finished second last year. Should have won. My right. bunch of guys could have won. Brooks has the length. JT has the length. Brooks has four majors. JT has one. You know, Brooks not afraid of the moment. JT isn't either. But, you know, fuck, I don't know. I mean, JT finished second in seat, you know, in Zozo. It's a pretty even match, but I would take – right now I would take Brooks. That was a little like Randall Chambly-esque there. You're just rattling off like these finishes. That was well, how about How about this? Gamble Chambly. We could do a little b- Brandle Gamble. Oh. Oh, Trent. Gamble Chambly. I like that. I like that. We got any more? Oh, we got well, – uh, well, this one was interesting because they have Bubba Watson versus Matthew Wolf. Obviously, they're paired together. Matthew Wolf is playing better golf than Bubba Watson, but they have I, him I, as the under, I, I mean, I they have him as the underdog. Is it, you take Bubba there? You know, Bubba's won it twice, obviously. We know that. You know, the last one was what, in fucking 14, was it? You know, Bubba hasn't yeah. really played that well. I played with Bubba at Minnesota last year, and that putter is way too shaky. You know, he, he he wishes so many putts in, and Wolf is just fucking balls to the wall. He's he's not afraid of anything. You know, Bubba's a phenomenal player. He's played phenomenal a long time. Wolf's the new kid, but Wolf, fuck, he just played well. You know, he's played great in the last two majors. 
Bubba hasn't. I mean, I'm giving the edge to Wolf right now, to be honest with you. And he hits Andy. it a mile just like Bubba. It's not like he's giving up any distance. I think he hits the driver better. And I know his putter's better, so I'm taking Wolf. And this is the tightest one we have out here. It's Patrick Reed and Tony Finau. I mean, it's basically a pick em. It's That's taking, a tough one. I'm taking Fanu. Tony Fanu. He hits, flies it a mile. He hits it farther than Reed. He's got a great short game. Tony's played phenomenal for the last couple of years. Not that Reed really hasn't, but uh, I'm taking Tony for sure on that bet. Love that. So does anybody sure. have the, Does anybody have the cat winning? Oh yeah, you, I do. You got to win. What's the odds? <laughs> uh, he's currently he's currently forty to one. I know Lurch is over there laughing. He's a defending champion. He's a five time champion. Guys are tweeting out all kinds of stats today about how well he's been look looking the last couple of days out there. It's going to be wet. He's one of the best iron players of all time, so he's going to be able to yeah. drop balls in, teardrop from the sky, and make a lot of birdies. So I like it. He knows that place better than anybody. And you talk a lot on this show about the fact that, you know, knowing the course is extremely well, that's important. That's what I always say. That course I also, is valid. I saw that, like, that Brett, I just watched uh, Gamble Chambly over here on the television <laughs> right before you jumped on. Basically say, like, yeah, I think he could make the cut. That was, like, the best chance he gave. A fucking two years ago, Brandon was on our podcast talking about how Tiger Woods will never win again. He's got too many yeah. hurdles to get over. Well, guess what? He's the defending master champ. So, exactly. I feel pretty good about Tiger. Now, I, I, yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't played well of late, but he didn't play well He didn't play well going to last year either. So, you know, he hasn't played a lot, but that course is all knowledge. He knows every blade of grass. He knows what the fuck it does. That's like That's like playing – it's almost like playing a home course for him. You know, he's played it 23 times down in a row. Well, not in a row, but he's played it enough, right? And he right. knows everything about it. He's been there at all times of the year. I'm sure he's been there in November when it's been cold and shitty and played and knows what the fuck it does. He didn't just – this isn't the first time he's ever been there in November. I guarantee it. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. He's not my favorite to win. I'm not going to say he can't win because I never put anything past that fucking guy. But, uh, you know, if he won again, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be surprising. Anyway. How do you not put money on a 40-1 to one Tiger Woods who's the returning the champion I mean, at, at Augusta National? Just throw right. a couple I mean, bucks on the yeah. guy. I mean, he seems to be, he seems to be healthy. The, the thing for him always is his health. You know, is his yeah. back good? Can he move? Can he swing? If all those things are going, we know the mind is there. He's got the best mind that's ever played the game, in my opinion. Some people say Jack. Some say whatever the fuck it is. I don't care what they say. I've <laughs> yeah. seen it. You know, I don't care. That I've right. seen it. I've been around the guy for fucking go, you know, Pat. 30, 37 years now. I've seen it all. But uh, so if he gets his body right, he gets his shots right. I mean, I don't know how many people really gave him a chance last year. I picked him Wednesday night to win, you know, and then when he got around there, he's the only guy that hit the fucking water on 12. The rest is history. So knowledge. That place, that place is knowledge. Knowing wins. Hitting a million shots around there like he has done, which those other guys that were in the final groups had, had just hadn't done. That's why, that's why he won. So, a lot of people are talking about his early tea time and his back. It takes him a while to get going in the mornings, but I'm tossing it up. I'm trying to turn the juju around. This guy's waking up at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning. He's an early wake-up guy, and he doesn't have to wait around now. He, he has that tea time in six hours. He gets loose. He gets his massage. He steps up there at 7.55. We're not going to have any rain delays, and he's going to light the place on fire. That's what I'm saying. That's how I'm rolling into Thursday morning. Well, I know this there's going to be a major rain delay, so that's going to be a problem. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a major rain delay. That's, that's the way it is. I wish I could tell you there wasn't going to be, but there is. So, But that doesn't matter because – It'll be easier for him to have not started and go through multiple 
routines than on and off the course, you know, getting ready, warm, full warm up, playing three holes, going back in, sitting in a cold room, and then going. If he's able, if he gets to notice early enough, then he can shut it down, go back, fucking relax a little bit, take a nap, whatever the fuck it is, get up and then start over again. Bang. That, that's going to be better for him than going in and out three times like we've done, you know, I've done a hundred times you know, on tour. So the good thing is that that shit is going to start early enough. It's not going to start at like, you know, 10 o'clock when he's already on his fourth or fifth hole. It's going to be early enough that if there's a delay, he's going to get it well before he gets his routine going, which would be great for him. So if they do play tomorrow, he'll be starting off later, you know, when it's warm and, you know, he'll have, he'll be fucking awake and all his routines will be done. He'll get going. How bad is it for you guys when you're playing and you get these setbacks? Like you have your whole routine and then it just gets stopped. You know, it, it is what it is. It's fucking, there's nothing to do about the weather. Mother Nature, she always wins. It's happened to me a million times. You just fucking suck on it. You go in, you have some breakfast, you sit down, you tell some stories, you jaw, have a chew, get back out and get moving. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's, um, it's not a damn thing to do about it. It's not like, you know, we're basically the only sport that really has those types of breaks. I mean, baseball does a little bit, but baseball, it's not as, they're a team. So it's not like it's that much, you know, of a pain in the ass for them. They're, you know, they're not like in mid-round, you know, because they're, they're a team that they rely on a lot of people to do it. We rely on ourselves only. So if you were running hot and then all of a sudden you got to take a break and you come out and you shit, it's like, well, fuck, nobody can pick me up. You know, I was doing great. I was running. I was ready to go. Now I'm tired or whatever the hell it is, and nobody's there to pick me up. So, um, you know, I, I think Tiger's going to be fine. I'm not worried about him at least. I'm never worried about him because he's, you know, he, he's done things in the game that, that nobody in your lifetime or our lifetime will ever see again. And I don't, I don't think anybody will actually achieve anything he's done again because the game has gotten to be so hard and there's so much competition. I don't think somebody can be that dominant the way that he was. I just don't, I just don't believe it. And, you know, in my next, hopefully if I fucking live another 40 years, there just will not be anybody, you know, that will, that will have his numbers. I think there's, you know, I've said it, it kind of upsets people, but you can take all the top players combined. I don't think they're going to have this career. You know, which is incredible when you start thinking about, you know, 82 wins and 15 majors. You think about how many great players there are today. You take how many you ever want to, and they're not going to have his career combined, which is fucking spooky. And we we uh, talk all the time about, like, will this guy win a major? And it's uh, – my answer for a lot of those guys is, like, no, because there is just so much competition out there. Should I just Does anybody have Ricky winning this week? No, no, but he's part of my – so I did this little piece, Lurchie's Loose Picks. Oh, <laughs> and so Ricky's in top 20 because he's plus 200 for a top 20 finish. The guy, though, that I wanted to ask you about was I'm high on Rory this week because I think the greens are going to be wet and they'll kind of mitigate his putting issues because I think he'll be able to go with a lot of pins and then he won't have to putt, you know, or really show off his putting skills as much. I wanted to get I definitely – I def, Rory's in my top five to win. I have Ooh. DJ, I have DJ, Rom, I have DeChambeau, Rory, and who the fuck was my other one? I think it was I think it was Brooks. Those five I have one of those guys winning. But you know, then there's another there's another ten I have that went surprise relief. Shoffley, you know, Reed, Finau, um, who the fuck else in the field? I can't fucking JT. remember. JT. You know, does anybody have more Morikawa. You know, I mean, these are guys, Wolf, you know, these are guys that they won. You wouldn't, I, you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. No, you'd be like, yeah, he's a fucking damn good player. It's not, it's not surprising at all. You know, do you have Spieth winning? Do you have Fowler winning? You know, 
I mean, Fowler hasn't had a top 10 since January. So. Nick Fowler's ever going to win one? Yeah, when he ran on that run where he finished top five in all four, he, you know, the thing is he only really had one chance to win one. You know, everybody else was kind of running away. So the top five was nice, but he never actually had a chance to win the tournament. Um, do I think he can? He can. Will he? I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know if I'd put that that cash in there. It's, it's going to have to be, it's going to be the right the right course, the right everything. And I, I love Ricky. He's a great kid. He's a phenomenal talent. He's had a hell of a career. But you know, when you look at everybody talks about him and all his things are like he's won forty five times. You know, like he's got like Phil's career. Right. You know, he's won two more times than I have. <laughs> you know, and I haven't done fucking anything. No one would ever consider. I've only won three times. And everyone thinks I suck. So, you know, he's won five. and I know he's one of the players. He's had phenomenal, you know, deals. He's played all the President's Cup team. I think he's a phenomenal player. Hell of a nice kid. But is he going to win a major? I, I just don't know. I don't know if he can run with the likes of the Roms and, and, and Brooks and, and, and all these young kids that are coming up. Right. I just don't know if he can. If he does, would anybody be surprised? No. If he won a major, nobody would be surprised. He'd be like, fuck, it's about time, you know. But um, I don't know. I don't know. And I didn't mean to giggle when you said he's only won two more times. No, no, but, I mean, but he has. You know, but he's only won two more times than I have. But, fuck, he's, he's made $200 million, and he's the, he's the icon of everybody. Everybody loves him. But he's a nice kid. So it's not He's a marketing, like, genius, right? Which, like, mm-hmm. it's the same effect you kind of are, too, right? You have like uh, a, but it's, it's brilliant your... what he's done. But he's not like me. He's, he's, he's a nice kid. He doesn't have – he doesn't cuss. He doesn't do all these other things. Like, he's not a greaseball like me. You know, he's – Nice kid. People love him. You know, he's, but he's a great kid. He is. He's, he's a great kid. But if you want a major, I wouldn't be shocked in the least. It'd be like, fuck, it's about time. You know, right. like everybody else would say. Right. You know, but the competition is just unbelievable now. I mean, fuck, I see it every week. I mean, you, you have guys that are winning now. They're like, fuck, I would never pick him to win. But they win. Like, who the hell had Carlos Ortiz last week? Right. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody right. would pick him. I don't, you wouldn't pick him on the fucking 14th hole. You wouldn't pick him on Sunday. You know, you just, you just wouldn't. I mean, he's a, he's a fucking great kid. We have the same agent. Great kid. Nicest kid on the planet. But you wouldn't pick him to win a tournament. That's just, that's just how deep it is now. It's so, it's so, you know, you pick guys. Nobody would have picked Kokrak in the CJ, right? Nobody would have picked Carlos Ortiz last week. Nobody as fuck sure hell would have picked Brian Gay in Bermuda. I mean, it's just the guys that are winning, it's just who the hell would have picked fucking Stuart Sink? Right. You know? The you told us to pick Kokrak. You told us huh? when you came on the pod. You said this guy's no, going to win four. I, but you know, but most people would never would bet him. But I knew Kokrak <laughs> was getting ready to fucking go on a run here, and you know, I couldn't have been any happier. We got drunk in Vegas. We had a great time, you know, and but the competition, brother, is just unbelievable now. There's so many players that can win at any time, which is making it so hard to win. You know, like gamblers or whoever. It's so hard to pick the winner every time. Damn, my, my argument against that was always that, like, Tiger was so damn good that you never knew if the competition was this good back in the last 20 Tiger years. Was, Tiger was that good. That, that's what people need to realize and understand is that that fucking guy was so unbelievable. When you play 15 times and win nine, and then the other ones are top tens or fives, it, you know, people got so spoiled with him because they thought everybody else sucked. Everybody else was fucking shitty because here he comes. He was fucking like – he was like one to two to win the tournament and then would win the tournament. Right. You're like, 
well, this is unbelievable. Obviously, he's great, and everybody else is shitty. No, they're not shitty. They're just – they just can't beat him. He's just, he's just so much better than everybody. He's that one-in-a-hundred-year guy that comes out and just beats the fuck out of everybody. He's just that incredible. But, you know, it – now that he's not winning every week, it's like, well, fuck, now we got to look at somebody else or that, to that. You know, him and Phil are, you know, Phil's definitely more on the out than Tiger. But, um, you know, you look at Phil, guys win, he wins two Champions Tour events, which are like cakewalk for him. What do you think about and that, they, by the way? Like him just showing fuck, I can't, I can't, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, I said it on my show after he won the first one. I go, did you think the fucking guy was going to lose? Right. He's been beating the shit out of Tim Petrovic and fucking all these other guys his whole career. Right. Was he going to lose to those guys on that Sunday? No. Rod Pampling and Petrovic and all these guys, he was never going to lose to any of those guys. I mean, he's made the shit out of him for 30 years. I mean, if he didn't win, I'd be much more worried about it. Let me tell you. What do you like, what do you think about him even playing those events? Like, I think it's fantastic. I wish he would have played Phoenix last week as opposed to Houston because that was a shithole. <laughs> Phoenix, at least he knows the grass. It's going to be overseeded, which it was. He was, you know, he can get used to more of the speed. The grass type is going to be the same as Augusta. Houston was total Bermuda. And greens that were fucking horrible. So uh, I got one for you. I got Kevin Kisner beating Scotty Scheffler. Kiz is plus 138. Ooh. I don't like that. But he knows the like course. Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler, bro, that, that guy's been playing nice for a long time now. I know. I mean, that kid, I, 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 you know, I hate to even say I don't really like his action, but – I like his scores. He has played fucking nice for a long time now and been in contention. He got fucked at the U.S. Open because I think he would have had a nice tournament there. Another guy that got fucked on the COVID thing, you know, and didn't feel any symptoms and all this other shit, and he gets fucking rubbed out, and I think he would have had a nice tournament there. I really do. Coming off the, you know, the FedEx Cup and going right in, I, I, I you know, I love kids. I think the course can be too long for kids. You know, I think Scheffler, I think Scheffler's going to take him. And it's, you know, but that's, that's just my opinion. But because I, I mean, Kiz really hasn't played that well since, well, no, where did he play well? He had a good tournament somewhere. Detroit, he played well. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's a while. That was a while. Yeah, that's a while. I mean, you know, not, not saying anything, you know, bad about him, but Scheffler's played nice for a lot of weeks now in a row since the FedEx. So I don't know. I wouldn't take that. Who else you got? <laughs> That was that was one of my big matchups. That, was, well, <laughs> that yeah. was the big pick. Main reason is I obviously like to root for my guys, and then of course no, I know Kiz is a Kiz is obviously an Aiken guy. He's thirty minutes away. He knows he knows Augusta well. He's been playing it for a long time. Whereas Scotty Scheffler, I mean, he doesn't have any court. So I was thinking that was sort of my my big uh, here I come with my this is my take, and then you just shot. I mean, Scotty Scheffler didn't have any fucking PGA Tour experience. So what he finished on the FedEx, like four. Yeah, he's good. So, I mean, he, all year he finished, he beat the shit out of everybody on tour. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's a different group of these guys that are coming out now. It's not, there's no fear. There's no fucking, I can't do it. They attack everything going on, and it is what it is. You know, it's just. I, I got to, I was dying. I didn't think I told these guys this. I forgot about this. His FaceTime me like maybe a week or two weeks ago, and he's out there with, with JT, his swing coach at Palmetto. And he's like, uh, look, Riggs, this is my normal swing. And he's showing me where his drivers ended up. And he's like, here's our new swing we're working on. And he had – he was like hitting it like 
15 to 25 yards longer with this new swing. Is he going to bring it tomorrow? So I don't know if he's if he's using the new swing. I should. You might want to text him. It's only fucking ten forty there. You have to text him. He's gonna be sleeping in tomorrow anyway. <laughs> to find find out what fucking what he's got. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> is, that one. Is Tiger hard. in a matchup? Tiger and Phil should be in a matchup. Ooh. Ooh. Should, what do you think about Spieth being minus one twenty against Gary Woodland? Well, Woodland's been hurt, so he hasn't played a whole lot. But not that Spieth has played with the fuck anyway, so. I, I think those two that I wouldn't even touch that bad because I don't know. I mean, Gary, we know how great Gary is. You know, Spieth has not played well in a year. Um, you know, he hasn't played well anywhere. You know, Gary has played at least okay here and there, but you know, his back, I don't know how his back is. Um, but uh, you know, once Spieth starts making putts again, his game's going to be right there. But I just don't, I, I just think he's lost all confidence in everything he's doing. And he works like hell too. It's amazing. He fucking works, you know, as hard as you see anybody do it. You know, they're not going to show him because he's not on top of his game and he's not winning. So the media fucking goes away as fast as I can. But, you know, I see him out there. He's working his dick off trying to get back to where he was. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, he's just – he's not there. But I don't know what's going on with Gary. Gary missed uh, – like he missed a couple events. I haven't seen him in a while. You know, it's kind of – that's kind of a crapshoot bet. I don't know. What do you think? So you think Spieth comes back? We we actually debated the other day if like he just if he wins another one. I think we actually asked like, does Jordan Spieth win another major? And I think because we had a ten minute discussion on it, on which is crazy to think you go back three years ago. That's yeah. not a discussion. We're we're asking if he wins ten. He's not going to win ten, but I don't I don't know I don't know how many he's going to win. You know, it, you know the thing is with with Spieth, he's so young. You know, he's in good shape. He hasn't been hurt. You know, it can come back in any minute. Once he gets the vibes again and he gets going, he's so young that it could turn any minute. If he was 42, it'd be more worrisome. But, you know, with his and age. any minute, though, he's like. I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, the guy, he's, he's like, I've I never mean, seen he's, him. He's out of the top 50. Was he 65 in the world or something else? 70 in the world? Right. I mean, who the fuck would have bet that? Right. Nobody would have bet that. I mean, right. I, I would have figured that kid would have been. Like a like a ROM or you know a, you know a top ten player for as long as he wanted to play. He's got uh, so much going on, like him with his swing coach, and he's always talking to his ball and to always Weller and to this after every single swing. It's crazy. It's a lot of action. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of lot of stuff. He's 80, 80 in the world right now. No yeah, way. A lot of, that's unbelievable. I mean that that's fucking well because all those all those big majors and all should have come up. You know, come uh, on, speed. Have a week, Jordan. I could yeah, see him having a real good Thursday, Friday, or certainly Thursday. I could ha- see Spieth coming out of the gates hot. You know, another one. Great kid, nice fuck kid, always nice to me. You know, uh, never – I would never say anything bad about him. It's just I, when it comes to the truth of what is going on, I just don't know what it's going to take for him to turn the corner. You know, I, I can't see it because, like I said, he's always working on his game. It just doesn't seem to be translating on the course or – He's not doing something right on the course, but it's not for lack of effort. It's not for lack of work. I can tell you that much. I just don't know what the fuck it's going to take for him to turn around. I don't know, which is amazing because Christ, when he won three majors, like, oh, yeah, of course he's going to win the slam. It's like right. Rory. Like, who would bet against Rory not completing the slam? Right. I mean, he's one of the best golfers I've ever seen in my life. You know, I said, I've said it before. He's, he's the closest thing I've seen to a Tiger, you know, Closest. When I say closest, I mean, you know, like, you know. It's a big gap. It's a gap. But he's the best driver of the golf ball I've ever seen. 
but he's not very good with his wedges. He hits his wedges. There's too much movement. He doesn't hit close stuff like Tiger used to. But talent-wise, he is as fucking close as I've seen to a guy that is, is natural and amazing with what he can do with his ability since, I've, since Tiger. I mean, he really is. It's just – I can't believe he doesn't win more. I can't believe he doesn't – I cannot believe Roy doesn't do more with, with what he has. I just – I'm shocked. And it he works his week. It could be his week. It, I, I, I really think he's going to be in there in the end. I really do. There's no fans. There's no, you know, he, the only pressure is on him. It's not really, you know, golf channels not really talking about him. They always mention it. You know, okay, he can complete the slam here. But, you know, there's no more pressure you can ever have by anybody else other than what you put on yourself because you got to go out and do it. But, you know, fuck, the conditions might, they might, they might suit him. You know, maybe he likes slower greens. Maybe he likes the fact that he's got to carry it farther. You know, it's going to be wet. It's going to be whatever. Who knows? I just don't think. I just don't think a short hitter can win. I just don't. And if it happens on Sunday, I'll be really shocked. So who? So who's got their winners? Who's who's? Pick your winners. I'm picking Riggs, Bryson. I'm picking Bryson motherfucking DeChambeau because he's broken golf, and you can't bet against him until he proves that he can't win. Like no, he won the U.S. That. Open. This is his next major, and he is going to win it until he doesn't. That's my bet. He's the favorite. I'm, it's not sexy, yeah. but that is what it is. You can't go against him. I feel I'm not like, against him. so. Frankie's gone. JT the whole season. <laughs> JT now. I almost want to take JT and <laughs> Frankie, but I think I think uh, I'm going to take Rory this week. I've got Xander Shockley. I think Xander Xander's going to win a Masters. He was close. He's been close. He plays such good golf. He's a cool, calm customer. You know, he's feeling like Cali bro, and he's this is gonna kind of year somebody like him with the crowd. He's gonna chill his way right to a win. Yeah, actually, uh, he, I'm really, not... he almost looks like he's in a green jacket already. When I picture yeah. Xander, yeah, he looks like he. Like, I can already see the picture of him wearing it with that. Yeah, smile. He's, I mean, he is a he is the nicest kid. His game, I personally think he's one of the top top three players in the game today. I, I believe that. You know, I think with Bryson, Bryson has said so far that he's like exempt in that category. But, you know, and then I obviously have like DJ and Rom and fucking Shoffley, but Shoffley, that, that kid is unbelievable. He's always there. Yeah. Well, you know, I, he's always there. Any of those picks are good. I mean, everybody's taking DeSambo because of the length and I get it, but you know, you still got to get on the green. You still got to putt well. So my big know. bet was I went ham on Bryson top 10. It was even. Oh, that's a fucking. That's a lock. He'd have to hit that driver so bad because where he's going to hit it, he can't really fuck it up. And the thing about it, right. his swing is phenomenal. It's not like it's some big fucking long bullshit looking thing that you know he happens to time. You know, it's a beautiful move back. It's perfect at the ball. It's 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 perfectly balanced and it goes through. And he knows what he's doing. That's the thing that's so impressive about what he's done is how far he's hitting it but how much control there is. It's the same thing like with Rory. He swings with, a, you know, so much speed, but it's in perfect balance. So, Dude, I, <laughs> I saw that on our app, and it was, it was, I was tempted to go top five is like, is like two and a half to one or something like that, but I was like, I could lock up. Top ten, I could, I could see him, like, having a decent week and finishing T6 or seven, but top ten, it's like you would have to suck, like, Horribly to not. He, I, I just, I just don't think he can play. I don't think he can play that bad. Where he's gonna, where he's gonna be, I just can't see it happen. That's like taking the favorite in a, 
you know, in a, in a 10 horse race, the favorite of like a, a one to four, one to five, and just placing him to show. It's right. the same kind of thing to me. You know, he's going to show. We know he's going to show. Yep. He's hitting the driver unbelievable. He's put in, fuck, he's put in what, a month and a half now straight of getting ready for this thing. And he knows what the holes are about. He knows where the pins are going to be. He knows how far he's going to hit it. He knows what the conditions are going to be. This is not a guy that leaves anything to chance. He's not going to show up tomorrow and go, well, fuck, we'll just see what happens. You know, he already <laughs> knows what's going to happen. He's put it all in there. And I'm telling you, man, if he won, if he wins on Sunday, it's not going to be a surprise. It just isn't. That's my bet. Bryce into show. That's my bet. I looked at that line of plus 100. It was almost like looking at that NFL line where you think it should be a two touchdown difference. And yeah. it's like, it's a pick em. Then I said no, because it's, it doesn't make sense in my brain. Like it's so far away from where I think it should be that I said, I can't take that. I mean, you just break it down. It's like Brooks said, you know, a few years ago when I played with him at Beth page on that Tuesday, but we played on Tuesday and I congratulated him that day because I knew he was going to win because he was hitting it so fucking long and straight and his short game was phenomenal. I congratulated him, but he's not wrong. When you start breaking it down a course like that, there's so many guys that just aren't going to be able to play the course anyway. There's so many guys that games aren't going to be in shape. And then you have to beat the ones that are left. So like this week, you got 92 guys. You've got, you know, some old guys that are playing. You've got guys that are short. You've got guys that, you know, maybe their game isn't right or whatever the hell it is. They haven't played it enough. You've got rookies. So Bryson really has to beat like 25 guys to get a top 10 as far as I see it. So, and with his confidence, the way he's hitting that driver and the way his game is right now, that, that, that's just like a joke. He's got to beat 15 guys. So that's – that's a pretty damn good bet if you can get it in before tomorrow. I hammered it. I just yeah, I'd, I'd it. hammer I shit out of it. And I pounded on it. I was like, oh, yeah. I wasn't even off the plane yet. I was sitting on the plane. Because <clears throat> our app, you know, we were in Pennsylvania. So, finally yeah. get to Pennsylvania, just hammered it. Bryce and the finish. Yeah, I, 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 I just uh, – I, I see that the lock of the century. That was like – that was like whether or not the Lakers were going to win the, you know, the NBA finals. I mean, it's just a no-brainer. <laughs> Fucking no-brainer. Nobody could beat them. Sometimes those things happen to me. You see some of these bets come in. It's like, oh, someone has placed a $30,000 bet on the, on the, the Kansas City Chiefs to win 1000 And it's like, well, now it's coming down in the fourth quarter. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, no shit. The best was that guy that put all that money on fucking Phil. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst. Yeah. I mean, that, you're talking about money up in smoke. Yeah. That was the worst bet I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of bad bets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that – that U.S. Open bet was by far the worst bet you could ever make. I hope that guy is really rich. He doesn't <laughs> care about the money. What? Which course was that? Was that like Shinnecock? That was no. It was this year. It was this year. He had he had uh, this year. Yeah, he had like what the fuck with the odds? He was going to win like one point three million if Phil won the U.S. Open. <laughs> which, Those bets which always never going to. He's going to. He's going to. He'll never win the U.S. Open. It just doesn't matter. But he, you know, he could actually win a Senior Open. I think Phil's going to play a little more than the Champ Tour. Shit, he could have like five majors out there in no time. He's bullying those guys. It's mean. Yeah. It's mean to see. I, love, I, I got no fucking problem. He can play as much as he wants. He's earned every bit of right to play those if he wants to. I still think he should have played Phoenix last week, but that's just me. Dude, remember when we went through the money? It was like when he won that. It was like finishing. What was it? Top ten in a PGA Tour? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's about. It's about. Uh, what is it? It's a, what is it? About a fourth, I think. It's about a fourth of the money on the tour. Yeah, each purse. Fourth, it's a fourth to a sixth, depending on what it is, what what tournament. Yeah, so I mean, winning is like you win out there. I mean, that's a good week anyway. Fuck, you made four hundred grand. I can't wait to get the fuck out there. Are you kidding me? 
I literally cannot wait to get to the champ tour. I can't wait. It's four, five years away. I can't wait to get the hell out there because there's a hundred fucking twenty guys going out here. There's like ten out there that can wait. <laughs> I can't wait to get out there. Three days, cart, booze. I'll be back on the smokes. I mean, I, I literally can't wait. I cannot wait to get the hell out there. Dude, you're gonna Rams, be on the, on the senior tour with your fucking Jordans on. It's gonna oh, be incredible. I might need another house though by then. If this shit continues, I'll need definitely another house. But <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no slowing up for you in sight. No, no chance. Can't do it now. Can't stop now. Just getting started. Just can't stop. Can't stop. I mean, like little girl, she's got a bunch of shoes now. I mean, it's just it's fun to dress her up and put her in the shoes because, you know, there's not many two year olds that are running around in a hundred dollar fucking little tennis shoes that are that big. Yeah. You know, I mean, and she's got the fresh shit too, which looks great. So. I <laughs> I've love been, it. I've been seeing those Jordan putter covers. Yeah, a guy just sent me a thing on that. I think he had like a Travis Scott or it was the mochas he had. He fixed a ball mark and then he tapped it down with the shoe. My putter's too damn big though. I can't get a I can't get a shoe on unless I use a full size. And then I'd be worried about losing the shoe. So you walk here and take the shoe. That'd be that'd be kind of baller putting a big shoe on your putter. It would actually would be kind of cool. In fact, I'd be worried about it getting dirty or oh, but I put the I put these things on and I'll walk around like on the carpet and then I can't get. I can't get down – once I go down the stairs, I can't get on the, the marble down there because I'm afraid that the bottom's going to get dirty. So I, I, I can't get any farther. So I can never get the fuck out the door. Interesting in your house. Just customize a putter cover. Customize a putter cover so that I can just go in. Like a custom putter cover that the whole top, when us as a fan, when we're looking at your bag, it looks like a fucking Jordan shoe. It's not bad. Just walk off the screen to go find something. Oh, did he? I guess I go with the I go with the cement four. Yeah. Oh, so sick, man. But like, have someone custom make it where it like actually insert pad the inside exactly. Yeah, pad the inside. Like, look at that joke. That looks good. That does (laughs) match it to the shoes you're wearing that day. Oh, Oh, see, dude, that's fire. Bro, this is it. This is, we'll be your marketing team. We'll be your idea, guys. Trent just had an awesome idea. That, that's actually an unbelievable idea. Unbelievable. <laughs> we go with the Travis Scott Force, which the that's actually a better color Look for this. it. I mean, come on, man. You don't think everyone – you walking up there, your caddy's walking up there. That's a better color. Travis. Fuck, this thing will be stolen. I can't leave that thing anyway. True. <laughs> True. Those are worth money. Those are worth a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got the Lowe's. This actually, this is a little better. This will fit a little better. Oh, yeah. That's so sick. That fits well. Because then I can tie it. I can tie it. It should stay on there. That's too damn big, though. My bag's not big enough. I had you on your putter. That's just next level. <laughs> I could do something. It is kind of dope, though, to have my name engraved on the bottom of this thing. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, pretty sick. Thanks, hey, Bob. Mike, tell me about this driver. You told, you're, t- you're talking about your, you got a new driver oh. you, like, whipped up. So I changed the bottom of it. I changed the face. So the face goes more, it, it, you can see it's a straight line. It used to come up too high. Yeah. And then the bottom of it, I changed. There's only one weight now on the bottom. There's one that used to have weights all over. Yeah. Back in this. So this is a proto. And the top, the top, I took this line. It used to be back here, mm-hmm. and I moved it up this way so it would give it more more heat. It looks unbelievable as you look down at it. Fuck, Bob, they killed it. 
So I'm loving that. I was excited. I was I was killing this thing last week. This was not the problem last week. Stuff like what? Like what's the decision behind that? Well, I thought PXU was kind of struggling with their driver, and I wasn't going to just jump ship. I'm a team guy, so I'm like, hey, let's see if we can get in the game. Let's see if we can get the driver a little hotter. Let's change the shape a little bit. Let's see if we can get it to turn. And fuck, bro, they nailed it. They literally just nailed it right out of the gate. So really I couldn't good. be more excited that, you know, Bob and his team to, uh, you know, work with me on that. And fuck, they got it done. It wasn't supposed to be done until like mid-December. And I got it back like three weeks ago. And I put it in last week. I hit it awesome. I just just didn't play well. But, I mean, the driver, fuck, this thing looks so good. So I don't know when it's going to come out. But um, it doesn't really have a name. <laughs> just got Proto. <laughs> Perez, name it yeah. Perez. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, it's uh you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Oh, like the PP something, obviously. That would be nice. He likes the 0811. But the, the shape that's cool, it's pretty it's pretty sick. Hopefully it comes out pretty soon for everybody else. All right, Pat. Well, right. hopefully the Masters happens, man. I don't know. Well, I, I think it's, it's going to happen. I, it's going to be awesome. It's the Masters. You know, let's hope that Tiger gets in the mix. Let's hope that all the big players get in the mix. The rain goes the fuck away. You know, let, let's hope for some good things. Obviously, I mean, we really need – we need a good end to 2020 here. I mean, this has been – this has been shit. We need, a, we need a good end, you know. And hopefully this tournament can be it. Masters is it. Masters is going to bring everybody together. It's going to be yeah. a light at the end of the tunnel. We're going. We're all jacked up now. People are listening to this on Thursday, and they're like, holy shit. Now I need something to be excited about. Let's go, baby. I hope to God. I I hope it's a great event. I mean, obviously, it's Augusta. I wish I was there. I'm not. But you know what? It'll it'll be a great event. Once they get rid of the rain, get the shit going, get the cat out on the course, get everybody on the course. I mean, thank God everybody at least can watch it, you know. I think the coverage is supposed to be better this year, too. It's supposed to be longer. At least they're fucking starting at 3 o'clock tomorrow. I always ask, like, why do you wait until 3 o'clock Eastern on Thursday? Show the fucking thing the whole day. Yep. You Guys, you off at 7.30. Show it all day. Great. sense. We wait all yeah. year for this shit. They do it with the U.S. Open. They do it with all – it's like they just can't figure out four days long. You just need yeah. to turn the news off, turn whatever fucking 700 club or whatever televangelist you got screaming <laughs> on the fucking TV. Like, what Honestly, the- though. What the hell's on this shit at, at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday? Like, just take it off. It's so brutal. I mean, thank God we live on the West Coast. At least it comes on. It would come on at noon. Tomorrow it's going to come on at eleven, which is great. I mean, fuck, man. I, I don't understood that though. Three p.m. Eastern. If you live on the East Coast, like, what the hell do you do until three o'clock? And then at three o'clock, you've only got two hours you're going to watch. It's crazy. It's absolutely- I just never, I never understood why it wasn't on just all day. And now it's not even on Directv. They don't have the amen corner and then and the fucking uh, 15, four, or 15, 16 holes. They don't have that. And they don't have the featured groups on it. It's all gone on DirecTV. I will say this year they have it. I think you can like literally select any golfer you want and watch every shot, but you can do it. You have to do it through like the site or through the app. So, oh, really? Yeah, you can stick them up to your TV, <clears> but, but you can't. Like the network coverage, like you said, still it still doesn't start till too late. Like 1 o'clock, it's like – Start at fucking at 6 a.m. What do you think we're doing? I mean, think about it tomorrow. Think about it tomorrow, okay? You got the biggest name ever in the game that's going to play. And if there was no delay, you would not see him hit a shot live tomorrow. Right. right. Five hours and five minutes after he tees off, he'll be on the fucking range or he'll be in his car driving down Magnolia the other way, and you will not see one shot. 
That doesn't even make sense. Poppycock. <laughs> right, I mean, it's so fucking stupid. Golf, like, especially the Masters, they wait for all these older people. They don't know how to freaking lock up, log into these the websites and apps. No. Tablet. That coverage should be whenever the cat tees off. That coverage should be from there until the rest of the day. Period. Oh, TV is crazy. Yeah. So I mean, think about it. If there are no delays tomorrow, you will not see your boy hit a shot. Briggs. The second the second he walks onto the driving range, the station should just change to like golf coverage. It should just should be like a breaking news alert with like. The president decides to give a speech, and they just cut yeah. into programming. It's like, it, for the next six I, I, hours, just, this is what you're watching. I just never figured out. I, I don't understand what goes on with these TVs. And be, you know, I talk about the Collins and my thing. I'm like, I don't understand why, why people have to wait on Thursday until 3 p.m. The fucking day's over by then. Right. I mean, you know, there's 92 guys usually play 94, 95 guys. By 3 p.m., you know, 75 of them are done. You know, not everybody, you know, of course everybody wants to watch Tiger, but there's other people that have somebody in the field they want to watch. You know, to be fair, there's other guys that, you know, they want to see the shots on Amen Corner. They, I want to see a lot of shots on Amen Corner, whether it goes in the water or it doesn't. I still want to see the shots. It's fun to watch everybody go through and see what the hell they do. You know, I don't know. Crazy. That, that, that's always pissed me off. The coverage times always pissed me off. All right, Pat. But, well, master maybe. Enjoy it. Yeah, you too. We'll be in yeah. touch. Hopefully, uh, maybe we can do a recap on uh, – maybe do a recap after this thing and see who was right and who was – who made the cash. Let's do it Sunday night. We'll do recap. Right. We'll go right back we'll to it. Fuck it. It'll be done early. Shit, they're done at 5 o'clock there. Right. True. Yeah. So, let's do it. Let, let's shoot for Sunday night. All let's right, see, Right. Let's go kids over Scotty Sheffler, baby. Come on, kids. <laughs> I'm pulling for you because you got money on it, and that's it. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks, All right, Pat. Thanks, Pat. We'll have fun, everybody. Yeah. Have fun. Watch the Masters. See you, boys. See you, buddy. Thank Later. you. Yeah.